Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, episode 59 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. You already know, we got the Young Kings Wrestling Sovereign Soundboard with us. As always, you can find us on most platforms, streaming podcasts, including Anchor iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. The the list is endless. There is an end to the list, but you get my drift. But if you're listening on iTunes, go ahead, subscribe, leave a review. Spotify, go ahead, subscribe. Uh, I don't know if you can leave reviews on Spotify or not, but they should have that capability. If they don't, Spotify cut the check um links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com we just released through what a maneuver at these breast cancer awareness black lives matter uh the the same black lives matter design uh that was released i want to say august sometime i think um Uh, but it's, it's in pink for breast cancer awareness so uh yeah man go ahead Go ahead, get a, you know, we got shirts, hoodies, tanks. We got toddler tees. We got a, we got two different types of hoodies. So if you want the the lightweight hoodie, we got those. Or if you want the real heavy hoodies, you know, if you live in a, you know, I'm from the Midwest, you know, Reek from the Northeast, you know, Malik, he not here, uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But he, you know, Malik, Malik from the, he from the desert. He don't know what it's like to have to wear hoodies all the time, like me Thanks. and Reek do. So go ahead, get you one of them big hoodies. I feel like Malik, the type of dude that would go to, you know, go to a cold state in the wintertime thing, he, you know, got his little little Nevada hoodie. Nah, it ain't enough, bro. <laughs> ain't enough. Nah, Malik will show up with the, the Belichick hoodies on. Oh, <laughs> he had a hood, a hood with short sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to the GOAT, Bill Belichick. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, as always, I am TC Fontaine, joined by uh, the Essential Wreak Havoc. Uh, and like I said, man, um, unfortunately, after one week, the streak is over. Malik is not here. Uh, he, he, he was gone. <laughs> he was gone again. He came back for one week. We had a, you know, we, we was playing a game, so he showed up. Uh, plus, he had time in the schedule, but work. My guy got to work. He, he got he got bread. You know, he's trying to if, if you listen, you already know he's trying to get him a house. Go back a few months ago. Him and his girl moved into his girl's parents house and they got like four dogs. And uh, Malik is very. Uh, yeah. A little sad about it. So hashtag. Get Malik home. <laughs> What's up yeah. with you, Reek? How you doing? Uh, How you doing? I'm cool. I'm cool, man. I'm cool. I'm back in the the workflow. Yeah. These early mornings is like running me down. I'm waiting for that to be over so I can get back on my regular schedule. You know, but uh I'm chilling, man. Morning shifts is not my they not my thing, man. Never been a fan of it. Give me the mid shift. Give me the give me the, the nine o'clock, ten o'clock start time. It's, That's what it's, it's enough time for me to sleep. You know, I, I can sleep in a little bit without having to wake up too early. And then I get off work. I can get back home with enough time to enjoy my evening. This, those are perfect. I night shifts. No, I've worked night shifts before. I worked the night shift. I Like my first schedule at my old job, 
I had to work a night shift on Monday and be back for the morning shift on Tuesday. I had that schedule like my first three months. It was bad. Mm-mm. I don't know how I kept my job. Yeah, nah, I, don't. I, I, I wouldn't do that. I got I got night shift like all the way through, but my day is going to be open. So that's perfect. That's yeah, that's perfect, man. Uh, what you been watching? You been watching anything or you been busy? Uh, I'm watching. A little, I mean, I have been busy, but I'm watching a little bit. You know, I'm doing my my binge through the, the 06 years and stuff. Where you like at that. now? Uh, Unforgiven, 06. Unforgiving? Bye. Yeah. I love the show. I feel that you might were forgiven last time. I was like two two weeks out. I think I was on the, the Raw before. I love that pay-per-view, man. We got uh, Trish's last full-time match was on there. Uh, the TLC was on there. That was really the only matches I remember, but I know it was some other stuff on the card that was pretty good. I feel like Umaga might have had a match on there. Yeah, Umaga and Kane. Yeah. Uh, DX and the McMahons. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the that. Big Show. <laughs> that was they, – because they, they had the, the Hell in a Cell, like, the next month at No Mercy, right? Or was it at Unforgiven? Um, no, nah, it was at Unforgiven. Oh, was it? That, okay. was, that was the match. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I ain't going to lie. Like, don't yeah. let nobody else say it wasn't fun. It was fun back then. Nah, it was. I was 14 years old. It was dope. I think Crime Time, I think it was Crime Time's pay-per-view debut too. Or am I wrong? Uh I think they debuted the night after. Okay. It was it was that month. Yeah, I, I remember it was that month. It was like just after the pay-per-view. When I, uh Trish had her last match. Shout out to Trish too. Still someone loves on that post. Trish. Oh, oh, shout out oh. to Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Bailey. Listen. Bailey is a okay. real one. So let me tell my story real quick. Um, last year, trying to remember the date, uh, October 6th. It was around this time. October 6th, last year, Hell in a Cell. Uh, Bailey won the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship at Money in the Bank earlier that year. Lost it to Charlotte at Hell in a Cell. Me, as it goes, whenever... Whenever Charlotte wins a championship, I, I'm not happy because I feel like she just wins too many championships way too often. And, like, come on, man. I, I, I didn't want to see it. So, fast forward five days later, uh, it's the draft. This week. Uh, first night of the draft, October 11th, in Las Vegas. I was there. Uh, the tickets I bought weren't the tickets I thought that I bought. <laughs> They were much better. I was right by the stage. Like, as soon as I go in the arena, I get to my seat. And I'm like, oh, this is not bad. Okay. And then, like, I was like, oh, fuck. I had to I had to get up and go to the guest services. I was like, man, I forgot they brought Pyro back. It's like earlier this week for the first time in years. So, like, I wasn't even thinking about it. So, I was like, damn, I need some, I need some earplugs. I'm this close to the stage. And uh, it was, it was a... Uh, it cost me about five minutes of my time and a, a little bit of, if you ever been to T-Mobile arena, the, the stairs are very steep, especially when you're in the nosebleeds. So it feel like you're about to fall over and just fall out the sky. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of scary. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to walk up them stairs. It was really just like at the expense of a little bit of, you know, you ever been on a stair master in the gym? It's oh, kind of yeah. what it felt like. 
just walking back up the stairs after I just walked down, but it was a worthy investment. Anyway, uh, Charlie and Becky, not Becky, Bailey, uh, main evented that, and uh, that was the night that she killed the Bailey buddies, and I'm right by the stage recording it, and I get a good-ass video. Uh, I don't know where the original video is at, but uh, I had to find this one on Instagram. Reposted it, uh, and so did Bailey. She reposted it uh, on her story and on her page as well with our name in it. So salute to the champ. Uh, October 11th, 2019, uh, I became a fan of Bailey for the first time. And I said, I will be a fan uh, for up to a year or whenever her and Sasha Banks break up, whichever one's sooner. Uh, but since they broke up like a month ago, I was like, man, I'm gonna let my, I'm gonna let my membership run out to, to the 11th. I, I renewed it. Like she reposted us on that same day. I renewed it. Uh, I didn't renew it. I extended it until the end of the year. So oh, yeah, a few months out of me. Why not? Shout out to Bailey, man. Appreciate you. I, I, I was there too, but I wasn't in the arena. I, we had just flew in to uh, do some press for oh, yeah. an event later. But That's why Malik was wasn't like, there. Right down the street. Yeah, Malik left me there. Oh, yeah. He, he was doing the event, too. Yeah. That, that's when that's when we met him. I mean, it worked out because, you know, you we probably wouldn't be recording the show right now if Malik didn't go to that event and meet you. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I would have like had to... Yeah, I would have had to find somebody else or put the show on hold because, you know, Malik left me. He left me out the drive, man. This is Mr. 24-7. Hey, man. Uh, shout out to Bailey. Um, but, yeah, uh, what I'm watching, uh, I, I was watching my old one. I watched Raw. I, I've been forgetting to watch SmackDown from 2001. Uh, so I need to watch that So because it's, it's a new week starting tomorrow. So I need to catch up on last week. But right now... I am watching. Uh, they uploaded the best of Yokozuna to the WWE Network, fueling my theory a little bit more. It's fueling my theory a little bit more. Um, Which theory? It, it's a it's a lot of coverage of this family going on right now, like mm -hmm. SmackDown, Roman Jey Uso. You know, we did a a video package. It had a Tonga Kid, and it had. Rikishi and uh, Sika. I don't think it had Tonga Kid, but it had Rikishi and Sika. You, you got Jey Uso. Now we got Yokozuna. It's Ooh. like, I feel like this is going to gradually feature the entire family over time until the big dog, and not, and not the big dog, but the big dog, big dog. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. We're going to bring him in eventually. It's, fueling yeah, it's funny. It's funny you said that. Are we randomly uploaded a, a Yokozuna collection on the network? I know Yokozuna is a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. But it's just so random. It's just like, bam, a Yokozuna collection out of nowhere. It's funny you said that. Because I just, I was just telling you before we jumped on here, I was watching the, this interview with Paul Heyman on Ariel Hawani's show. And he brought this up because they've been talking about it. You know, Dwayne said it'd be an honor to wrestle with Roman. Roman said it would be dope. And Paul, in all his splendor, when he does his interviews and stuff like that, he said, well, listen, we never called out The Rock. We never mentioned his name. 
we didn't go looking for him to get the rub. Rock mentioned Roman. He brought our name up. He came in our direction looking to, you know, rub that star power over here. So we're not going looking for anybody. If somebody's trying to get in this match right now, it's Rock. And he said, too, Rock's not the only one trying to do it. You know, people beating down their door trying to get in with Roman right now in a big spotlight like a WrestleMania. So, yeah, this I, I don't even know if there's so much a theory anymore. I think this is just something that they're trying to fine-tune and iron out the details about before they start making it happen. I think it's just a matter of time. You need it. Yeah, I, I, seen, I seen it. I seen it pop up. Like, damn. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's something you have to put into motion. Contracts, you know, insurances, you know, The Rock being a, you know, SAG, a SAG after actor, plus like the the the, the contracts that he probably got with, you know, Fast Series and whatever else he got going on. Probably really complicated when it comes to uh doing, you know, these type of activities, especially his last match. Well, not his last match, but his second to last match. He yeah, got hurt. His, his last full match. Yeah, his last actual match. Um, yeah. Which is why they weren't able to do apparently why they weren't able to do a uh, Ronda Rousey and him versus uh the authority. So we got Kurt Angle instead. It was still really a really great match. Um it, it would have been so much better. Yeah, it would have been so much more hype around <laughs> yeah, it maybe. though. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Man. Woo! That's how I'm feeling. Yeah. All right, man. Um, I've been waiting on this. We got a we got a double dose of the Reek Rants uh, featuring me. I'm upset. WWE. Oh yeah, buckle up. This is gonna get hate. We just had our draft, uh, and we gonna get into the recap here. But let's let's recap one particular move that happened. Uh, so we, we we get to our draft on Friday and uh we get the return of Kofi Kingston and the return of Xavier Woods, man. I didn't know he was cleared for, for competition. You know, he tore his Achilles about a year ago. Uh, I'm glad he's back. I'm, I'm glad he's cool. I didn't know he I didn't really it didn't seem like he was gone because he just was on television anyway, like up, up, yeah. down, down, doing backstage and a whole bunch of other stuff, watch alongs, all that. So it didn't really seem like he was gone, but uh, in ring, he was missed. So they they ended up getting a tag team title shot. Like, hey, we gotta get back our tag titles. Like, you know, Big E just had the, the false count anywhere with Sheamus earlier in the night. He uh he won, you know, got his got his back, you know, tore up a little bit. He got he got white noise through uh through the car windshield, I believe it was. So yep. his back was a little cut up. He's a little bleeding, but it was it was actually a really really good match. Um, fun TV match. He pulled out a, a big bootio from under the ring. That was cool. <laughs> a fun match. So uh, Big E's back. You know, celebrating. Kofi come up. You know, acting like a fiend. Uh, I know just like a dope fiend. Like it was it was really subtle. And I think like this is my favorite thing about the new day is they do subtle shit that like black people understand and get that like yep. nobody else will probably understand so uh shout out to my guys man and then and then woods comes and it's like yo we gotta all right we gotta get back to our tag titles like yeah turn up 
<laughs> they get the tag title match versus uh, Shin Sorrow later on in the night, and they win. And uh, right after they win, we got the next draft picks. Uh, and our new champions, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, just get drafted uh, over to Raw. Just them, though. They didn't include Big E. Big E gets drafted to Raw in the same round. And it was, it was, it was heartbreaking because, like, when they won, because, like, going into the draft, people was like, split New Day up. I'm like, man, fuck that. No. Like, I've, I've been a, a, an advocate against splitting the New Day for a very long time, for years, because people have been trying to lobby for it for years. And I'm not standing for it because I don't – listen, today we are inducting the New Day into the Young King's throne. Today. Episode 59, Young King's Throne, The New Day. This this is not even being biased. This is probably the greatest stable of all time. Stables and factions have a difference, according to Mick Foley. So (laughs) don't get up in arms. The greatest faction of all time probably is still the NWO or DX. You know, if you you lame, you probably think it's Bullet Club. But don't get mad when I say that New Day is the best stable of all time because it's true. Well, look, st- stable is typically three men. Yeah, you know, faction and is faction four is multi people, like four or five, however yeah. many you want to have. So that makes sense. So yeah, there's a difference. So don't 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 get mad. Don't trip. But <laughs> they're, they're the greatest stable of all time. Because of that, I was like, no, nah, we can't break them up. You know. And then I thought like the way they executed the Kofi reign last year when he was champion, he was doing his singles run. They were still they were still a unit. Still, he was just focused on you know his priority of defending his championship, which he did a great job of for half a year. This this is what bothered me that they they still broke him up because when they won the titles, I was talking shit. I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. They ain't about to break up. They, yeah, they won the titles again. They ain't about to break them up for some reason. <laughs> For some reason, this this is what really just makes no sense to me. Because for some reason, we, as in WWE, we're, we're able to have Xavier Woods become tag team champion multiple times with an Achilles injury. He's not even wrestling. He was able to become champion. But the one time Big E don't compete in a match, it don't count. What kind of sense do that mean? <laughs> so all of a sudden, we're not free burden the title no more. It's all of a sudden. I don't know. Makes no sense to me, man. So I, I started thinking, like, man, what could they, what, what, what could they have done that was different, right? So. Uh, on Raw's, uh, Street Profits end up getting drafted to SmackDown. They're the Raw champs. So I'm like, that's that's stupid. They, they just switched the titles. They just, like, handed the titles over. Like, all right, take your titles. You take ours. Which but I'm fine with. That's, I mean, it's cool, but, like, I, I'm not mad at that uh, yeah. for reasons that I'll I'll explain um, here in a second. But I thought, like, we could have, you know, really made a story out of it here by having – the New Day still be SmackDown Tag Team Champions. And they, you know, still compete until they lose the titles 
and they still compete on SmackDown. And what continues to drive them, at least until, you know, the next pay-per-view or maybe afterwards, after that, the week after Hell in Cell, for the next few weeks, have them defend the titles on SmackDown with the 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 driving motivation being let's get a you know let's, let's make sure we can stay here with our boy man like we, we ain't trying to get separated if we lose we have to go to raw and we don't get the team with our brother no more so you still could have had that so what i think they should do to rectify this situation you got to have biggie win the rumble that's the only way have him do his singles thing for the rest of the year have him win the rumble Challenge whoever is a champion on Monday Night Raw. Go join back up with his brothers. That's the only way you can do this. In the meantime, what we, what do we do with, with the New Day? And what do we do with Big E? I think if, if you're not going to let my guy get any decisive wins whatsoever, just have, you know, just have a Kofi Kingston and, and Xavier Woods reach out to my guy, Keith Lee. It's another big black guy who's athletic. Have him reach out with him. Have him be uh, the new Biggie, uh, Big Lee, rather. You know what I'm saying? Have him do that. Ooh. And in the meantime, uh, you can have Big E team up with the Street Profits. Just put all the black people together. It could be yeah. temporary, but I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh, on the bright side, though, man, and uh, I'm, I'm going to let you get your side of the rant out. <laughs> on the plus side of it uh you know they did switch titles so i ain't mad at that how you feeling about this oh you know i went from this upset to now i got mixed emotions about it and i'm gonna be honest matt kind of swayed me on this a little bit too because you know he was talking about it, how it went down and everything like that yeah uh, Shout out Matt Ritter from the Smacking It Raw podcast. Ritter Hashtag over Riddle. Ritter over Riddle. <laughs> Shout out to Matt only. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, only I'm, Matt. Yeah, nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all, y'all got this beef. Y'all got to squash this beef. I don't know where. I don't even know where it came from. Because <laughs> you were dis. Because you were disrespectful. I, I, I did I Bray Hart one time. <laughs> Oh, now all of a sudden it's beef. Yeah, this dude. I can beef too, man. Ugh. Anywho, uh, I've been one of those people that I said they they should not ever split up. They uh, they never go stale. They always keep it fresh every single time they come out there. Yeah, like they 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 do this naturally, and it's their thing. It's not nothing creative came up with them for them and nothing like that it's nothing that they tried to revamp they're just doing their own thing you know what i'm saying these guys uh, can keep this going as long as they need to it's one of those factions that does not need to split so that for them to do it and especially to them to do it this way we just get the crew back together you know we didn't even know woods was cleared to compete he gets cleared they go out there win the tag titles on their first match badge which i mean can't complain with that um, but then it's just like they that lately they got this thing about wanting to really hit you where it hurts. I don't know why, but that that seems to be the motive. Uh, but now it's like you just 
put E on an island by himself. And this is what bothered me about that. You just got this guy off on his own as a single star. Haven't even really given him like some real momentum yet. He's been in like this so-so feud with Sheamus and that's really been He's it. undefeated. Yeah. That's the plus side of it. Yeah. But it's like he hasn't, they haven't really built him up yet. Like we're still just starting this process. And now you're just going to separate him from his people, his brothers, and just, just make him leg it the rest of the way on his own. And it's just the thing that bothers me. It's like, you know, they didn't know how to properly get him going as a single star before New Day. And now that you're going to move them over to Raw, keep him on SmackDown, my, my whole question is, how do you... How do you keep from making the same mistake twice? The the one thing I do appreciate is that he stays himself. You know, all these people like, you know, The Miz and everyone else keep making that dig about how he needs to be more serious. He doesn't. He doesn't. His character is authentic and it works. So he doesn't need to change anything about it. So as long as he can stay on that path with it, great. But again, this this is just where I, I start getting like, yeah, I don't like it because, you know, that there was nothing broke. There was nothing wrong here. You didn't need to shift around. And the whole thing about moving tag teams around, it's like your tag team division is getting thinner by the day. Like the women's exactly. tag team division is deeper than the men's right now. Right. So it's like. It's not really that deep either. Exactly. And then that, that tells you that tells you the whole story right there. But you know, then then I started thinking when like when I, I heard from Matt about it and everything like that. They are, if anybody, if there's any group that could survive this, it would be the new day. Because the two of them can go over there and they don't have to change nothing. They could just do same thing that they do every single week. They're just doing it on raw now. And like you said, you know, you got Keith Lee over there and you got truth over there. And you got a lot of guys that they, they're familiar with and they can have great chemistry with. So they're going to be fine over there. And if he doesn't change anything whatsoever, he keeps on, you know, the track that he's on right now. And we give him some serious feuds to go with, like stop fighting Sheamus. You know, that, that match last week, you know, it was great. And better than I expected it to be. But now let's move on. Let's move up the ladder. If we can keep going this consistently down this road and keep building up to a point where he's a contender by the time the Rumble comes around and maybe win it, then it'll be fine. And if they get back together on the same brand, great. And even if they don't, as long as you keep pushing that, that same agenda for both sides, then that's fine. And that means we get double the fun. He'll be on SmackDown. You know, Woods and Kofi will be on Raw, and you know you can keep the, the energy going. But I, I just I'm, I'm mixed about it now because you know, obviously initially, like everybody else, I mean, between that and you know Game Six, you know it's like it, this was like an emotional roller coaster to be going on. So initially, it was like, yeah, y'all messed up. This is not cool. I, don't I, told, know I, I told you before we recorded, like that happened, and then Anthony Davis like twisted his ankle again yeah and like my my whole mood just i wasn't into it i had lakers ended up losing like he came back but lakers yeah. lost like knew they broke up i, I went on a walk at like 10 30 at night <laughs> to a dark place yeah. man it was but, all- nah, like 
they could they they will I think that if nothing changes, they should be fine. They can get, get right past this and they'll be all right. Uh it's teaming back so, up again in a few months. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. I, I need that. Like, you know, uh Survivor Series is next month. So uh some interaction there would be great. You know. I don't want to see them fighting each other either. Don't try that slick shit either. Like, nah. You know they're gonna do it though. They're gonna they're gonna be on different teams, and they they're gonna have to compete against each other. Somebody might, Biggie might have to eliminate one of his brothers. It's the game. That's what happens. Nothing malicious, but I I would accept that in like a, a setting like the Rumble, not a Survivor Series, because. Yeah. Now you just gonna try to plant some seeds. Yeah, exactly. Because then in Survivor Series, it'll be like you're trying to plant some seeds that we don't want planted because we don't want that to happen. Yeah. So just just be careful. You know what I'm saying? Be, WWE, be careful. Because we, we, we had some days, you know, we had like five days to really, really mellow out. Oh, yeah. Was this was Friday. Friday night? Oh, my God. This would have been a full-blown rant. Man. I would have been hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, I was ready to let loose, but uh, yes, but we we did get some positives out of this. We got some history making positives out of this. Um, Street Profits ended up getting traded to SmackDown, uh, so they uh, they did a title swap with the New Day, and uh, they are now the second ever Triple Crown Tag Team Champions in WWE. Uh, if you ask WWE, they might you know retcon and say they're the first. Because the actual first are the revival, you know, and I wouldn't blame them either. Revival, they they are boring to me, man. I'm sorry. They're they're good wrestlers, <laughs> but they just they just they just boring to me, man. They're old school. And in old school wrestling, cool. I'm a I'm a Randy Orton fan. I like watching Randy Orton wrestle. He's probably the most old school wrestling guy around. That, that still kind of has that style. Yeah. Who's at the top? You know, because he, he he learned from Triple H and Ric Flair. He's gonna wrestle that style. Of course. So I just I I personally found in revival just to be a little refreshing, just because I watched them on NXT. So you know, seeing that style compared to you know everything else in terms of I do prefer that style to the to the to the little high flying shit that everybody else do. So I do I do appreciate what they got going on in AW their gimmick. I appreciate that because fan that that the rest of that shit is just I can't deal with it, man. I can't do it. We're going to talk about that in a second. But anyway, uh, Street Profits, they made history. Uh, and so did the New Day. Uh, New Day uh, on Friday became nine-time champions. And then when they uh, did the swap with the tag titles, uh, they became 10-time champions, which is uh, the most all-time. You counting that? I'm counting it. It counts. Yeah. It counts. Because it's a new reign. It's a new reign started. Reigns just don't transfer over. Brand new reign. It counts. Go go look it up. Yes, I'm not. I'm not. Even, I'm not even trying to be. You know. <laughs> no, like I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm thinking about that. Like, oh, okay, all right. Because it's first thing I thought about. I was like, this. It makes him ten time champion. That's that's the most all time. Uh, up there with the Dudley Boys. Uh, speaking. Speaking of that. Um, speaking of people who had the most championships all time. My Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, 
I hope you don't get a copyright strike for that. But you probably will. <laughs> I hope not. Oh my god. I don't god. need that in my life. Shout out to my Lakers, man. I love y'all. 17. I love it. Big congrats to the Lakers for tying the most all time. <laughs> it's still the most all time, man. Just like the new day. New they oh, still got the man. most all time. Even if they tied, it's still the most all time. Like I told you in the chat, it's like the Knicks have the least championships this millennium. They tied for the least. They still got the least regardless. Why, why you got to do that? Listen, I had to, I'm, man. Look, I'm leaving the team. What more you what do you, you want do. from me? I'm leaving the team. What more are do you, you want You are from a free me? agent. So we're we trying to decide what team Reek is going to be a part of. Uh, I'll offer to, to waive his uh, initiation fee to become a Laker fan. So we're going to see about that. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that the Nets are at the top of your priority list. Probably. I'm about to have like a, a signing day thing. I'm going to get a bunch of caps. <laughs> just, just I'm going to get on, on here one day and it'll just make my decision. Hey, we got the Nets. Lakers also suggested the Bulls. You know, if you wanted to start with a younger team and kind of kind of build up from there, you know, grow with the team, you can do well, that look, too. It's anybody but the Clippers. Oh, point. yeah. <laughs> they should be ashamed oh, of themselves. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not. Look, oh, you know what? Yeah, I they am. Count. Yeah, I am. According to Wikipedia, they count that. Yeah, I'll tell you. That, that, that's how the first, okay. So, so they're 10 times. 10 time champs. Street Profits won all the titles too. Good. Shout out to them too. Um, yeah, man. Speaking of the Clippers, uh, it's another year has gone by <laughs> where not only do they not win a championship, it's another year gone by. They don't even get to the conference finals. <laughs> Smoking that Clippers pack all 2020. Oh, uh, <laughs> we got a, it's a surplus of that stash. Oh, it's going to last a while. Not even everybody in the world. Shout out to Angelo Dawkins, too, because he he's been taking shots at the Clippers every time, every chance he can get. <laughs> and I love it every single time. He's he's very quickly climbing up my rank for favorite wrestlers just off of that alone. Nothing else. Like he could do literally nothing else but but just bash the Clippers every oh, time man. he's on TV. And it'd be like the most subtle of just references like. Just the most subtle. Just dead on. Like, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but when they did the title swap, yep. he was like, hey, yo, take care of our titles, man. Don't end up like the Clippers. It was just so just, it, it wasn't like a big deal made out of it. It wasn't like a major punchline. It was just like, <laughs> I, I see what you did. Yeah. Shout out to them, man. Uh, let's talk about the rest of this draft, though. Uh, I'm going to run through the results here. Uh, so I'm trying to get through this as quick as possible. Uh, in round one on Friday, we had a uh, raw getting drew McIntyre SmackDown, Roman Reigns, raw Oscar SmackDown, Seth Rollins, raw, the entire her business uh, round two raw gets AJ styles. Sasha Banks goes to SmackDown. Uh, Naomi goes to raw in the second round, which uh, if, you know, unless if they plan on using her, um, that was probably a reach. But yeah, uh, we can talk about that in a second. Um, Bianca Belair goes to SmackDown. Uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler to Raw. Ricochet to Raw in the third round. SmackDown gets Jay Uso. Mandy Rose uh, stays on Raw. Dominic and Rey Mysterio go to SmackDown. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, 
<laughs> wrong is uh, Miz and Morrison. Uh, they did not draft Miz and Morrison separately like uh, my co-host did in our mock draft last week. Um, what, what are you talking about? Huh? What are you talking about? I don't even know. Uh, round four. Uh, yeah, we, we already discussed this. Uh, <laughs> Kofi K said Xavier Woods go to Raw. SmackDown keeps Big E. Uh, Dana Brooke goes to Raw. Otis goes to SmackDown. Raw gets Angel Garza. And on Talking Smack, uh, round five, Humberto Carrillo to Raw. Uh, SmackDown gets Buddy Murphy. God damn it. Um, Raw gets Tucker. It's another tag team they broke up. Kalisto goes to SmackDown. Um, very anticlimactic breakup of the Lucha House Party there. Uh, Drew Gulak goes to Raw, which I think we all saw coming. Uh, night two before Monday Night Raw started, we got a uh, Grand Metalik and Lince Dorado to Raw, uh, and uh, Chad Gable, Shorty G to SmackDown. Um, and then the uh, official draft on Monday, the Fiend to Raw in round one, uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey to SmackDown, Randy Orton to Raw, Street Profits to SmackDown, Charlotte Flair to Raw, Ron Strowman to Raw in the second round, Daniel Bryan to SmackDown. Matt Riddle to Raw, Kevin Owens to SmackDown, Jeff Hardy to Monday Night Raw. In round three, Retribution, um, Mustafa Ali, Slapjack, Reckoning, and T-Bar, and Mace. I don't know what happened to Mercedes, but we'll get to that in a second. I, oh, real quick, real quick. Oh, That's oh, like a... We, we getting a rant? We get, we get another one? But, it, just, just a little, just a little, oh. real quick. I'm upset. What's okay, up? okay, kids. Uh, here's, here's, what, here's what we on today. So, this group that was just spurned out of nowhere, out of just out of the blue, showed up, started wrecking everybody and everything, like Nexus did about ten years ago, right? They are basically like the eighteen. They don't operate under no rules or nothing like that. They do what they want when they want. And up until last week, they didn't even have like a, a visual, like standout leader amongst them. They were just operating on their own thing. They hate WWE. They're trying to destroy WWE. They're trying to destroy everything, everybody that's a part of WWE. They call people whores and stuff like that for taking WWE's money. And it's like they are just that anti pro wrestling, whatever you want to call it. Right. So this group that has that message that feels this way about it. How are they even draft eligible? And even if they were, why would you draft them to a show period? If the the concept of their gimmick is they hate WWE. That doesn't make sense. If there was any, like I know we we get a lot of you know about this whole continuity thing with the draft. You know, Matt about to have a stroke over there about this stuff. But oh, yeah. I, I think that. if this if there is any group that should, you know, have kind of carte blanche about going from show to show, it should be them. Because again, they're not operating under the rules. They're doing what they want to do. Now you have uh, Mustafa Ali. He comes out as the leader of the group, which makes sense. That's fine. But again, they're not, they're not traditional. And I, I knew we were going down a bad path with this when they said they got contracts. Again, why would they have contracts if they don't? <laughs> they literally... They literally call a lot of people for taking WWE's money and using their spotlight, but then they go take their money and use their spotlight. Like uh, you're losing me. I feel and like now they, theory they get drafted. 
can I can I interrupt? Can I interject real quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. On on that on that note, my theory is, and, and this is just me trying to have some sort of logical explanation for this. <laughs> my theory is uh, that they got signed. They don't have. I mean, they probably just get checks. They probably don't cash them. They probably didn't give them their direct deposit information. So they might not be taking their money. But I think the reason why they probably got signed is that, like, if we can sign these guys, then we can write off whatever damages they cause on our insurance. I don't know. That's just my theory. But go ahead. Uh, oh, man. That's just me trying to make some sense out of it. But you know what? That would be hilarious. And I'm all for that. Because that makes a whole lot of sense. Because everybody tears shit up in WWE all the time. And it's exactly. like, they probably got insurance to cover it because they contracted. These yeah. people ain't contract. I'm like, let's get these motherfuckers signed. So see, see that pay. makes that make that makes real life sense. That makes real life common sense. But WWE it don't make refuses case to sense. operate. But <laughs> no, yeah, exactly, exactly. They refuse to operate within that realm. But it's like, yo, I, I, I just this has been so up and down for me. Because initially I'm like, okay, I like it, I like it, I like it, and then you do something to drop it, and this is one of those things where it just drops, and now you have them. They're drafted to Raw, so we won't. So that means we should not see them on SmackDown. We ain't seen them on SmackDown in ages, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm channeling my inner Matt here. We better not see them on SmackDown (laughs) because if they're drafted to the show, then they need to stay over there. But I'm just like, yo, this this is not. This is not working no more, man. It's it's, it's really not. And uh, Mercedes, I'm pretty sure is not part of the group anymore. Cause yeah, her I've name is. Seeing, on, I've been uh, seeing it on this all list over. on WWE.com. Exactly, I've been seeing it all over the sheets, and they've been pointing it out on social media. Like everything that Ali tags his group in does not include Mercedes anymore. So I I guess she's out, and that they just narrowed it down to the four or five of them. Uh, that's fine. And she I, need to be doing something yeah, else anyway. Exactly, because she she's forty. She's like yeah, forty she's something old. years old. Like, if you're gonna be serious about her, be serious and just give her something to run with, and don't yeah. waste that time. I agree, because that that's stupid. But yeah, uh, this retribution thing. I, I know we're trying to build a Survivor Series, but I listen, y'all got me shook off this. <laughs> just I'm not. I'm not. Not feeling this. Not feeling this. I only gotta go. Is uh. They, they didn't follow up on it on Monday. I don't know what that was about, but yeah, they they so there was a, an advertised segment where Ali was going to speak about it, and they had like a little video that was going to show like like uh him coming out and stuff like that. I think like an hour before the show, they scrapped it. I don't know why it's a Vince thing. We know how that goes. Did didn't make the show. There's another reason why it's like I I don't know. And I thought they were still going to do it because, you know, when, when Stephanie announced the pick and she turned around and looked, I'm like, oh, no, they're not about to jump Steph. Like, that's that's going to get you fired. But then again, they don't. I'm not I'm not going to do this no more. <laughs> like... hey, let's get back into the results. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. So uh, after Retribution, uh, SmackDown, uh, they get Lars Sullivan. Uh, we're going to talk about that, too. Oh, um, no. Raw gets <laughs> Keith Lee. Uh, SmackDown gets Baron Corbin. Raw gets Alexa Bliss. Uh, she joins the Fiend. Um, that was fun. We can talk about that as well. Uh, round four, uh, Elias has returned. He attacked the first ever Young Kings Hall of Famer. Didn't didn't oh. didn't 
didn't appreciate that. And he clearly doesn't watch TV. He clear he clearly doesn't. <laughs> he clearly doesn't. Um, SmackDown gets Sami Zayn. Raw gets Lacey Evans. SmackDown gets Shinsaro. And Raw gets Sheamus. And in round five, you get Nikki Cross to Raw. SmackDown gets uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Raw gets R-Truth. SmackDown gets Apollo Crews. Uh, Raw gets uh, Raw Underground's Davocado. Shout out to my guy. Uh, and in round six, Titus O'Neil goes to Raw. Carmella goes to SmackDown. Peyton Royce to Raw. SmackDown gets Aleister Black. Uh, Raw gets Akira Tozawa. And then uh, Raw, <clears throat> excuse me, Raw Talk, uh, they had uh, the last round of the draft. Uh, Lana goes to Raw. Uh, Lana is number one contender for Raw Women's title, so that kind of made sense. Uh, SmackDown gets Natalia. Raw gets Riddick Moss. Uh, SmackDown gets the Riot Squad. And uh, last pick, Mr. Irrelevant, Arturo Ruas. I like how they just quietly, like, shuffled Raw Underground away. Like, okay, yeah, we may or may not ever see that again. It was like, I I was enjoying it, and they've been mentioning it the the last few weeks. But it's like, damn, is, is it over? I thought it was fun. It was. It was a fun little thing. I thought they could have had, like, I, I suggested it uh, a few episodes ago, just had their own show on the network. And just had, like, a Raw Underground Championship. It's, like, it's, it's only yeah. here. It don't it don't really have to be canon to to Raw. I mean, it would make sense if it was. But missed opportunities, I, I, man. I was all over that. I guess maybe they're just doing, like, what Seth did and uh, just quarantining for, like, a couple weeks. That's what I figured it was. But I don't know. The the biggest thing I'm hoping that's what it is. Yeah. The the biggest thing for me on that 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 last part on on Raw Talk is that they get some women over to SmackDown. Cause uh I I was talking to Matt Yeah, I was talking to Matt during the show. Before Raw Talk, after the show, I I went and looked peak like person by person on the roster. Raw like had six women. 16 women on Raw to SmackDown's five, I think. It was four. Yeah, yeah, four. It was um Sasha, Bailey, Bianca Belair, and Carmella. Yeah. I went in. Yeah, so it's it's yeah, it's 16 to four. That that's not okay. Like you're not even using half those women over there on Raw. Yeah. Like give a stimulus package, help them out. Cause that come on, man. Like Sasha and Bailey, you know they kill every time they go out there, but they can't carry the whole division on the one show. That's not going to work. Right. And we haven't even seen Carmella yet with his new gimmick, so they, he ain't really giving us nothing. That's a uh, former 17-time NBA champion, Laker girl. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the name. Does she get a ring? No, nah, she hasn't danced for the team in over a decade. I don't think I don't think she should be getting a ring. Right. Now, I've been a t- I've been a fan of the team for twenty years. However, I think I should get a ring personally. <laughs> personally, might put in some calls, man. I mean, you you close you, you out that way, so I mean, you know, you just I hit up Rich Paul, man. <laughs> I, I met Rich Paul last year, so and we said we gonna talk. Rich Paul getting a couple rings, like almost the whole squad he represents. The whole squad, (laughs) KCP. Uh, Who else on the squad? Taylor Horton Tucker, LeBron, of course, Anthony Davis, of course. 
Yep. Used to represent the Morris twins, but all right, this ain't a basketball podcast. Uh it's a wrestling podcast. What'd you think of the, the draft results? Uh what'd you what'd you like about it? What'd you what'd you think was the best move and what'd you think was the worst move? Oh man. I don't this wasn't even the worst move. It just pissed me off. Braun Strowman going back to Raw because he just went to SmackDown. And honestly, if you yeah, yeah. And if you missed it, you didn't miss anything because it was terrible. You know, from the time he got there to, you know, subbing in for Roman when he went home for COVID and going into that WrestleMania spot and that forgettable universal title run, it's like there was nothing to see there. So it's almost like that whole year didn't happen. Honestly, I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, Before he, he replaced Roman at WrestleMania, Aside from that um that 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 little holiday brawl that they had on SmackDown, like yeah. before Christmas, I thought it was really entertaining. I don't remember anything Braun did besides that match. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot there was a lot going on that nobody really remembers and nobody cares about. So right, who do you feud with? I don't even know. <laughs> this is bad. This is this, I really don't like bad. That, that was my thing. It's like if you was gonna send him to SmackDown to revamp, you failed. But at least if you failed, just keep going. You know what I'm saying? It, it, he's got a match, and th- this is why I understand why Mac is pissed off. He got a match with Roman this Friday for the Universal Title on SmackDown. So and they get drafted Raw, and still, what if he wins? Yeah, and then he, then he got a match with Keith Lee on Raw. So like, so, is that so, for the Universal so, Title? Right, like what is in some in some alternate universe because obviously this ain't gonna happen. If somewhere he would have beat Roman for the title, then he takes it to Raw and he has a universal title match with Keith Lee. Like, what? Yeah, this so is that, bad. This is very, Stephen very bad. A. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that. I don't know if I'll call it the worst, but it definitely I hated that the most. Um, and the best move, without question, defeating Alexa on oh, yeah. Raw. Because and not not just because you know now it's th- th- there's fresh material to work with, but because that means that some point now we are gonna see the Fiend versus Randy Orton, mm-hmm. and and now since I think this is the point where the title's gonna change hands, because I think you know if we're doing this three times in a row, you gotta make a change, otherwise Orton's just gonna look bad at hell himself. But if he does win the title, that means it is going to be up for grabs. And The Fiend and Alexa as dual champions, I'm with that 110%. Oh, yeah. so, so I'm like... Do we know Lana ain't winning that shit? Oh, no, no, no. No, it's not happening. That that kind of that kind of made me mad, too, to close the show out. Like, I don't know why we did that. Like, you, you hazing her one minute. She's going through that table four weeks in a row consecutively. And she win the main event. And then yeah, Wednesday's night. You only like, get to celebrate for like ten seconds because because here come Drew and Randy. Yeah, right, right. It's like I, I don't get it. It's like it's, it's like bipolar. Like do y'all really hate her or do y'all y'all trying to do something nice for her? I don't get it. But um, yeah, that that that's my that's my best move. Definitely, the Fiend and Alexa got started right away, going after Andrade and Zelina. And, and I think I think you called this 
like once they pulled up on him, like, okay, Andrade might be going back to NXT. And then Andrade made that post of him with the NXT title. I'm like, oh. Yeah, he, uh, because they, they both initially got undrafted, but uh, Zelina got drafted to SmackDown, I believe, at some point. I saw that somewhere, but I don't see it on this, uh, on this official, on this official draft results. But I, I swear I saw it somewhere. So I don't know uh, whether that's legitimate or not. Yeah. But apparently she got drafted to SmackDown, but I thought like them going to NXT would be good. But Andrade, he don't necessarily need a manager. Um, Zelina helped him out a lot, obviously, because he became champion after and he was just going through a big losing streak. But well, uh, I got something that might fuel that theory of yours, though. What's up? Because uh, and this, in the building. This this is like the opposite of where I was thinking, because I was under the impression that Vince was high on Andrade. That apparently is not true. Apparently, from what I read here, uh once he got to the main roster, Vince just kind of didn't see the hype. He saw him as nothing more than a mid-card guy. Now, when Paul Heyman was running the show, uh, running creative on Raw, he was trying to push Andrade. He was trying to get him, like, really to move up the ladder. But once they moved Paul out of that spot and went back to being the advocate, so too went the push. And that was like that for a lot of guys. I think but, he likes uh, I think he likes Angel Garza probably a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he's big on Angel Garza right now. But, um, yeah, for Andrade, it's just uh, – he's just going to be one of the other guys in the rotation at this point. So, if I was him, I would just make that push to go back to NXT because it looks like that world title picture is going to be in trouble again. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Finn can come back. But I, I low-key think they already know what the deal is with Finn. Mm-hmm. And they just you trying see, to you see that drag picture? it out. Yeah, man. Him and him oh. and Jordan Devlin got the same chins now. Oh, like they really look like you know father and son. Like, but they look like they was like just rearranging his jaw. Man, man his his shit was falling. He, you know, looked like Tom Cruise on Vanilla Sky. It was televised. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Side note: I watched that movie for the first time like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Fuck. What the fuck? I, um, I honestly, I watched it for the first time earlier this year, I think, and I, I heard about it so many times. Yeah, and I didn't think it would be like that crazy. Nah, that that's I, I've been binge watching uh, Tom Cruise films I've never seen before. So I also watched uh, Eyes Wide Shut the other night. Yeah, um, <laughs> one I like I really. Have you ever heard of or seen a Serbian film? I don't think so. Um, I don't know whether to suggest it to you or not, but <laughs> if if you had if, if your stomach isn't weak and you can you can take seeing very gruesome images uh, in your artwork, seek it out. If you can't, uh, I don't necessarily recommend it. But uh, Eyes Wide Shut, I thought was going to be similar to a Serbian film. Uh, it wasn't as sexual and uh but it was it was very uh it, it got me it got me thinking about some things i already knew about the way society works and i i just felt very very uncomfortable watching it yeah but like yeah. when i first watched it i didn't i was confused and so like i had to go to youtube and it's like all right explain to me what the hell i just watched 
it, it took a deeper dive and I'm like, that's, that's the perfect like last film to make in your lifetime. Uh, Stanley Kubrick, that was his last film. Like, I think, yeah. I think they said he screened it like three days before he died. Uh, and so that's the perfect last film to make in your life. Um, because can't nobody come after you after that's already came out after you kind of mm-hmm. exposed a little bit, uh, how things work. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, I, 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 I'll say, I'll say too, like, I don't know how bad the movies get, but I've seen two human centipede movies. So I'm pretty sure I could at least sit through just about anything now. Cause if you've ever, if you've never seen, I sat through a Serbian film. I can watch anything. It, it is vile. It's vile. So is a Serbian film, bro. Ugh. Like I'm about to tell you what it's about. It's about it's about porn, but it's not about porn. Porn. That's all I'm saying. It's not like it's not like a porno. It's like porn is the 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 plot of it, but it's not uh, a porno. I mean, it kind of is a porno, yeah. but it's a very yeah. Uh, it's a horror film, so I I, I get what you're saying. It, it, it just <laughs> it, it sounds it sounds sick as shit. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very disturbing. So yeah. if you can stomach it, go ahead Ugh. and watch it. I might <laughs> listen. I might even I might even download it to you and send it to you through Dropbox, so you can go ahead and watch it. <laughs> we'll do that. Oh, uh, my right. what I thought was the best pick uh, of the draft. I, I really enjoyed um it was a few picks I liked. Uh, it was probably more picks I didn't like, but I think I'm with you with the the Fiend and Alexa. That's perfect. Uh it's a perfect yeah. pick. Cause I, I think they they did all they could do over on the blue brand. Yeah. Um I, I think Kevin Owens going to SmackDown is also a really good pick. Cause that mid card, like one, I think that the upper card of SmackDown is is full for a little bit. So that yeah. that mid card is gonna be very. Uh, you, you remember how the Intercontinental Title scene was in 2018? Oh man, yes. I like... think it's gonna be some similar to that, except that Universal Title scene is is not gonna be like held hostage like it was then with Brock. But right. uh, it's just Roman is just busy, and, and Roman's not gonna lose the title no time soon. So, so that intercontinental title scene, we got a uh, you know Daniel Bryan's there. We got Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, which they don't, it don't get old when they fight. Hopefully, uh, Daniel Bryan comes back soon. Yeah, uh, Apollo Cruz is there. Uh, Alistair Black is there now too. So they they got a solid mid card uh, over on SmackDown. They got a lot of dudes to work with. Seth uh, and Buddy. Seth, yeah, Seth is there. Seth, Seth and Buddy. Uh, that's 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 one thing. That, that's that's my worst. That's my worst. Uh, that, what, Dominic, what was one? Dominic and Rey Mysterio and Buddy oh, yeah. all going back uh, with Seth Rollins because when Seth got drafted to SmackDown, ooh, I was elated. I was yeah. happy. I was like, finally, we can end this storyline that technically started the night after Survivor Series last year. That's when it technically started, yeah. but. It was just <laughs> Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins was beefing, so him and Ray never really got the scrap. But the seed was planted for I that. Thought, I thought it started in like April last when, year. Uh, no, nah, this year when when Becky announced she was going. That, that's when it pregnant. officially started. But the seeds were planted the night after Survivor Series during that town hall, and like oh yeah 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 you right you right shit about Seth, uh, Seth talked shit about Ray and Dominic. Took a day, took a dig at him. 
So he took a slight little dig. So like, yeah, I think that's where the the tension initially stemmed from, and and it's just been going on since uh, (laughs) April of this year. He went and congratulated him because he's gonna be a father, and he just like spazzed on dead look, and it started going off. (laughs) He spazzed on. And, uh, and that, that was crazy too, because it's like, yo, my dude was motionless. I think it was a tag match. He was just motionless on the apron, not doing nothing. And then, and then all of a sudden, just, just went off and went crazy on. But but they uh, they switched Dominic and Ray, and they added Buddy Murphy. So basically, this this feud just switched shows. Yeah, a lot of the feud switched shows. Nikki Cross uh, and Alexa went to Raw with the Fiend. Um, what else? What else switched over? Um, uh, it's, it's right there on the tip of my tongue. Uh, uh, shoot, I was just looking at it too. Um, I, I just I literally just talked about it. Ke- Kevin Owens, Alistair Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So I don't I don't think that one's over yet. So it needed to be. I mean, they put a be. hell of a Alistair a Black a... probably should have won, but yeah. Whatever, whatever, man. I don't think Kevin changed either. He didn't change. Maybe that's just me, but I didn't. Yeah. Not at least not yet. Yeah. Maybe it might be something they they lean into. Uh, but I, I really think uh, there's a lot of potential there. Like I said on the uh on the mid card side, uh, the women. I think the women's rosters are actually even. Surprisingly. Well, by now they should be. At least with numbers. I don't know if it's even with quality, but numbers nah. is even. So uh yeah, the draft was cool. Um like I said, I want Big E back on roll before WrestleMania. Yeah. Get him back with his squad before Mania. That's all I need. Other than that, it was a cool draft. Uh thank God we got our Wednesday nights, man. So it's gonna run through uh AW NXT real quick. Uh, you didn't watch AEW, did you? No, sir. You didn't. I did. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to run through this here. We got a uh, kicking it off tag titles, FTR versus the best friends. Uh, I believe I didn't, I didn't see this, but apparently this happened. Cause I, I did see uh, Kip Sabian and um, damn it. I forgot his fiance's name, Penelope Ford. Yeah, they were yeah. Uh, they were playing this like this plug and play arcade that was a uh, that was ringside. You know they they had they whole gimmick is video games. Uh, oh, I guess the best friends uh, destroyed the the plug and play arcade, and uh, they ended up losing a match. After the match, Miro came down and beat the shit out of him for destroying the arcade, and uh, him and Sabian had a match against. I don't know who it was. I, I thought I saw a uh, big shotty Lee out there, but I don't know who his partner was, and I couldn't find out who in time to, to do the show. So, 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 best friends lost the match. They and did. They got they both got squashed won. by Rusev. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, but uh, Miro, Miro, and uh, and Kip Sabian beat uh beat a couple jobbers who, like I said, I think is, is big shotty Lee Johnson. And somebody else, so I don't know who it was. Um, next up, uh, Lance Archer attacked John Moxley backstage. Uh, next segment after that, MJF calls out the inner circle, and he basically dick rides Chris Jericho the entire time. Uh, touches Jericho's hair, uh, gives gives Sammy this really large jacket. 
uh, it was actually pretty entertaining. Um, he he beats around the bush asking to join the inner circle, and Ortiz is like, nah, bro, we don't fuck with you like that. But uh, him and Jericho are having a steak dinner next week. So, I mean, this is obviously building towards a match between them at the next pay-per-view. Seems like inner circle might be turning face soon down the line, which is fine. But I don't think you can have a, a, a baby face inner circle with with Jake Hager and Sammy Guevara on the on the squad. But the other three, I enjoy the other three. My all all I want to see come out of this is just a change into the guard. You swap Jericho out, put MJF in. I don't want to see MJF in a faction or a tag team or anything else, but just him because he is doing it by himself. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But if this is the route that we're going, just swap the pieces out. Jericho doesn't need a faction. MJF needs to continue to be presented as a top heel, which he is. And that's all that needs to come out of this. MJF is a spoon by the door. Yeah. And we do not need to see a face, Jake Hager or Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is a natural heel. And we've already seen a face, Jake Hager. It's garbage. It is. It was a cool segment. He he was definitely dig riding Chris Jericho a lot. So it was kind of entertaining. Um, next up for the TNT title, Cody and Orange Cassidy. Uh, that ends in a time limit draw. So they go 20 minutes in their title matches. Um, That's what we're doing? It was a draw. It was a draw, but we it was a good match. But uh, since it was a draw, there's a rematch in two weeks. So it's not that bad. Um and what's up. I heard Cody went back to being blonde again? Yeah, he's blonde again. Is this nigga schizophrenic or something? Like what what's going on? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. <sighs> no, you know I ain't a Cody guy. I don't <laughs> I, 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 I I I like him, but it's like I don't I, know. I used, to love, I used to love Cody Rose. Like dashing, dashing Cody Rose. Loved it. Yeah. Uh especially like he he broke his nose legit. And they they switched the gimmick around like it was a blessing in disguise because now like mm. his face is messed up so now he's wearing yeah. a mask and and the, everybody had the paper bags in the crowd like it was dope like I enjoyed was, that going, Cody that 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 re- I even like re- Stardust that re-energized it. well yeah Stardust was I love good. Stardust yeah uh but yeah the, the dashing gimmick it, it re-energized him because he was going stale before that yeah so this brought new life to him but just now I I, I, don't, I don't care for it. Uh, this is this is probably the biggest issue I had with this show. Uh, this next segment, um, they did a drawing, like a like a like a bingo drawing. Like Tony Tony Schiavone was in the ring with the little the little bingo roulette, like the thing they used to do with the rumble. Yeah, like where they yeah the oh, little rumble no. things. And in there were were names of tag teams. He pulled four teams out to determine uh, who's going to be. Uh, competing to be number one contender next week. So we're having a number one contenders four way. Um it's the Dark Order. Uh, I don't I don't uh, Stu Grayson and the other guy, uh Eva Luno, I think it was, um, versus Botcher and Bland versus the Young Bucks versus Private Party. What? You did but, that no 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 but my issue my issue is um my my issue is hold on Reek. Hold on Reek. My issue is is you, you you did a drawing for four teams to determine who's gonna be number one contender, and what what's the point of the ranking system, bro? I well, for, before 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 I get into what I'm really about to 
Oh, before I get to that, uh, first off, are you gonna, system, can I, are you going to waste breaths on on the botcher and bland? Because if I, so, we're just going to move on. I, <laughs> I I'm, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. It's not gonna be long. But uh, first off, the ranking system is dead. Like, let's just Might keep well. it a whole buck. I don't know what they brought it up for initially. It was a nice concept, but you just completely drop it and forget about it and act like it doesn't exist week after week after week. So the lack of consistency, there's no, there is no real legitimate ranking system. The other thing is, you know you have too many tag teams when you can put them on pieces of paper and put them into these little balls and put them into a drawing to try and decide which ones are going to be in this four man bracket that that's too many damn tag teams. Yeah. And (laughs) okay. (laughs) You did not just tell me that Botcher and Bland is going to be one of these four tag teams that could potentially get a title shot. What? Yeah. I will start the boycott AEW hashtag tomorrow. Like they ever get close to a championship in this company, I will they, never watch this show ooh, ever again. If they even, if they are even, they're, they're too close call, to a championship right now. Yeah, I don't. I I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. If they ever are even considered, just being a number one contender match is too close. Like I, I will not. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm wasting. Get that I'm show wasting breaths on them. So I'm gonna move on, Rico. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please, please. Uh, I was just <laughs> I'm gonna lose of, it. At the end of the segment, the young bucks basically super kicked everybody who they're facing next week. Uh next up for the women's championship, uh Karushita uh beat Big Swole. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to watch this match back, but I don't know what it was. Something about this match I didn't really like. I don't know what it was. Um something something just didn't connect with me. And I, I like both women, but I don't know what it was. So I'm gonna have to watch it back to really figure out what. But uh, yeah, just keep keep showcasing Sheeta in matches like this, man. Yeah, like she's she's a champ. Like make her look good. None of none of those squash matches no more. Like bring in some outside women from the Indies who can who can come in and. That, that's the thing that worries me. It's like they just. It's not that they're ruining Sheeta. It's just. You know they they go through too many peaks and valleys with her. It's like it's like they a great stalling. match. They're, they're yeah, you have a great match with somebody. Britt Baker. Yeah, you have to. She has a great match with somebody, and then it's a bunch of duds, and then you have another great match, and it's back to you know just you gotta you yeah. gotta keep the energy up. With her. Yeah, bring bring Serena D back next week. Have her. And she I'm about to say what happened like, to her. I don't know. Yeah, she is signed. So yeah, have, yeah. You know we gotta bring her back. She's already she's already contracted. Has Serena and Sheeta next week. Please yeah. cut the check time. We know the end game is Britt Baker, so I yeah. don't know when we're gonna get that, but full gear possibly. In the meantime, let's let's get Sheeta some some more matches. I, I enjoy watching her. Yeah. Uh next up, they uh they announced this earlier in the night, but uh next week uh the uh world title tournament will begin. Uh so we got our eight men, four matches. Uh in the first round, we have uh, Phoenix versus Pentagon. So that's why they can't be in the tag title uh, number one contender match because they're going for the world title, which is dope. That's going to be a fire-ass match. Okay. Um, yeah. Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela, Wardlow versus Jungle Boy, and Hangman Page versus Colt Cabana. 
Uh, we all know how it's probably going to end, though. So, but the matches on the on the road should be good. Uh, in the main event for the uh, AEW World Title, John Moxley defeated Lance Archer. Uh, it was a dangerous match, but he won it uh, with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment: a backslide roll up. And uh, after the match, on commentary was uh, Eddie Kingston um, sitting there with the Lucha Bros after the match. They attacked John Moxley afterwards, you know, because Eddie Kingston never lost a battle royal at All Out. So he should have been number one contender to begin with. So it looks like he's getting his title shot. And that should be a good match. It's going to be very, very violent. And I'm I'm already looking forward to that match whenever it is. So is it too late to say that Lance Archer is just ruined at this point um i don't want to say yet because it could be it could be a drew mcintyre situation leftover lasagna so we'll see i i hope so it's just it i hate i hate seeing situations like that like, you look at how they brought lance archer in here and from the time he had his first match you know dynamite then the, the, the title match, the TNT title match with Cody that he should have won. And from there, all the way up to now, to Moxley beating him with a, a backslide rope. Come, come on, man. This is Honestly, the, the best way I think you can salvage Lance Archer, just have him have him beat Cody at full gear, have him be champion. Yeah. But, like, something, man. I think you run the risk of it being the same exact shit, kind of like Brody Lee. Yeah, exactly. Like this is becoming a running theme, and you don't want to keep doing that. These guys, they're high-profile signers when they come in, and you build this hype around them, and then they come in here, and it's like this is the results that you give them. Like yeah. they could have, they could have went anywhere else to get that happen. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get, I get not wanting to pull the trigger right away. You want to build it up, but it's like there's certain booking decisions that you just you don't just make like this you know what i'm saying yeah we'll we'll see how it goes um we'll see how it goes uh next up uh, on nxt uh we kicked it off with a uh, number one contenders uh tag team title match uh undisputed era uh defeated the brit and brawlers so uh it's nice to know that somebody uh chose the undisputed era before brit and brawlers if uh <laughs> if somebody didn't do it Somebody uh, uh, undisputed okay. era and uh Brizango next week for the tag titles. Uh, we get a uh, Ashanti the Adonis versus Jake Atlas. Uh, it was either no contest or disqualification, I'm not sure which one. Uh, but it was due to interference from uh, Legato Del Fantasma. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott comes in, they even things up, so probably getting the six man tag team match player. Uh, next up, uh, Johnny Gargano beat Austin Theory. Very fun match. Go ahead, you know, go out of your way they, to watch that one. They are putting a lot of effort in making this guy look strong in losses. And I know Austin like, Theory. We, we we a little impartial to Austin Theory over here, but I he's I'm, still I'm under review. Style. Yeah, he's still yeah. under review. I I know I said uh, this week I just didn't do my research, so he he he's he's in review right now. Yeah, I, I like the guy's style. It's a good match though. Yeah. Fire match. It was very long. It was good. <laughs> um I don't I saw this on WWE Twitter. Not sure what it was, but 
uh, Tommaso Ciampa was rewatching uh, Patrick uh, interfere <laughs> in his match last week. So they're teasing that one. I don't yep. care. Yeah. It's a, uh, you know, BLM versus BLM. <laughs> Blue Lives Matter versus Boy Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, uh, next up, uh, Candice LeRae beat Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, she was accompanied by the tank. Number one contenders match at Halloween Havoc. Uh, Candice is going to face EO. That's fun. She has some help from Indy Hartwell to win this one, of course. You got to keep that one going. Uh, very, like very this. good match, too. I like this. It was amazing. Uh, next up, Drake Maverick and Killian Dan go over tag team marketing schemes. <laughs> uh, trying to get uh, matching uniforms and, and logos. and Yeah. Uh, next up. Uh, we get the uh, the debut or re-debut rather of uh, former NXT UK Women's Champion Tony Storm. Ooh, look how thick that is! Look how thick that is! So uh, I'm just gonna make this announcement now. Uh, I, I I hate to do this. I'm sorry to do this. I am officially. You didn't draft her anyway. You didn't care to begin with, Reek. <laughs> Uh, I am officially dropping the hashtag get at me Dakota and I am now instating get at me Tony because my God, my God. Look how thick that is. Look how thick that is. Yes. Yes. What he said. All of what he said. 110%. So get at me Tony. Tony Storm beat Aaliyah very quick. She's asserting herself. Uh, backstage, uh, William Regal announces Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez will take place at Halloween Havoc. Uh, he's interrupted by Zia Lee. Uh, Zia Lee uh, asked for a match. Uh, I didn't I didn't catch uh, when that match will be taking place, but she just asked for a match. Uh, Zia Lee had them cornrows, though. I like that. Like the, the the whole wherever this is going, the the, the shifting character, I like it. I, I like love it a whole it. lot. That, that, that spicy big, stuff we're talking about. Like <sighs> big fan of everything. Life is good in NXT. It is. It is. That women's division. Insane. The best. It's the best. In like it was the, great before. Yeah. It's but somehow now it's just even like, better. It just keeps going up. It's, it's crazy. Uh, we get Imperium. Uh, defeated Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Uh, Ever Rise comes out and they try to punk Drake Maverick and Killian Dane is like, hey, nobody beat up on you but you. I mean, but me. I said it all wrong. <laughs> nobody did. beats up on you but me. <laughs> but see, and, see, uh, didn't I tell you there was something there? Yeah, like like, like I was saying, man, like it's starting to grow on me a little bit. Because yeah. like it's, it's starting to grow on Killian Dane too. Right. Cause he, you know, when they were going over the marketing schemes, he he had he had a little like he wanted to smile a little bit, like you know, yeah, <laughs> you could tell he, he was he was kind of enjoying it. Like you're right, yeah, this, this could be fun. So yeah, um, why, why not? Yeah, shout out to and, and Drake Maverick. Just I might I might work. care about Killian Dane when this is over. Me too. There's no promises, but <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, never never made no promises, but they got my attention. I just need I need my dude to. You gotta shave that shit off his body. You gotta, you gotta get a wax. Like, you ever seen a forty year old version and he went and got the wax? Yeah. Like, go, y'all need this. Y'all need to strap Killian Dane to, to an electric chair. 
you know, the electric chairs where they strap your, your arms in and they strap your legs and you can't move. Put that man in that chair and just wax his body until they, all that. Because that's what that's probably why I really don't care about Killian Dane. It's because his body hair is just <laughs> like, I'm like, fam, it's, it's, that's why I didn't really care for, for Albert back in the day. Because I was like, man, as a heel, as a heel, it kind of worked. But like, if you're gonna be a baby face, man. Well, I mean, Albert just looked like somebody's dad. It's not, it's not appealing for television. It's just my thing. He did, but but he can't though. They they can't do it because that's part of the marketing. Furry and furry and fury. That's what he said. It's they, so <sighs> if, if they so. if they if they have him go clean, like that's gonna they can't market it no more. I guess so. <laughs> Uh, in the main event, Damian Priest uh, defeated Dexter Loomis to retain the North American title after some interference from Cameron Grimes. And uh, Damian Priest uh, attacks Cameron Grimes after the match, like, hey, stay out of my business, nigga. Yep. And uh, Johnny Gargano was like, oh, you say get in your business? Okay. He attacks Damian Priest afterwards. Uh, William Regal is like, you guys make things very difficult for me. <laughs> so... At Halloween Havoc, Damien Priest, Johnny Gargano, War Games. No, he didn't say that, but uh, he did say that they'll be facing off at Halloween Havoc. Uh, and he said, I'd have been uh, like, how? Stipulation. <laughs> <laughs> the sti- I mean, it could be because uh, the stipulation uh, will be decided uh, by Will. Spin the wheel, make a deal, says the host of Halloween Havoc, Chassis Blackheart. You get a raw roulette back. I'm I'm intrigued for that, even if it's only for two matches, because because it's only for the Gargano's matches. Apparently, well, actually, hang on. Or hang is on it again. for the whole card? Um, apparently, do it for the whole card, please. Spin the wheel, make a deal. Has a list of matches that they will have this for. Is it just for the two matches though, or is it for the whole card? I, I I'm guessing it's for the whole card because let's see, Rhea Ripley and Raquel is on that list as well. Yes, raw roulette. But that, that needs it, so that's good. It's back. It's back, Reek. I'm with it. I'm with all that. That's very good. That was NXT. It was a fun show. AEW was cool too. I enjoyed both of them. I thought I was going to enjoy AEW a little bit more. Looking at their card uh, next week, I'm really, really intrigued by uh by the Lucha Bros facing each other. That's the I match might, I want to see the most. That might be the first time I sit down to actively engage in in AEW. And for just, for just Reek's for sake, put that match on first. Oh man, Ooh. just just have I'm, them both in the ring already. If I have to show sit, go if I have to sit and wait to get through that whatever they put, in I front might of just let you know what's that. coming on. Yeah, yeah, because we can do uh, that. <laughs> Hey, uh, real quick, um, I might be like one of only like five people who watch the bump every week, but uh, the past month they've had a uh, a guy in costume, mystery person, and uh, he's reenacting classic promos. So he did uh, he did the Dusty Rose hard times, he did uh, the Miz talking smack, uh, and a couple other promos. He did um he did Macho Man. You got lust in your eyes, brother. Uh, he did that, <laughs> and uh, he did a he did a John Cena promo that I, I can't remember. It was a 
I want to say from like 2005. And uh, mm. he, did a, he did an incredible job reenacting these promos. And uh, they said uh, it's going to be four weeks that they did this. And afterwards, they will reveal who it was. And so he starts taking off this costume bit by bit. And I'm thinking like, man, who is it? So, so they're trying to be like what the like the like the mass singer basically, kinda. Just, just, just for promos. Yeah, it was kind of what it was. It but it was just one person. It was the same person every week, and uh, you know, it was just like just had a little bragging rights contest to try to figure out who it was. Um, okay, it exactly. ended up being Mansoor. Shocked the hell out of me, and Mansoor cut an amazing promo after he revealed himself and i'm like are we going to finally see him on tv now but, but it, he cut an incredible best. promo reek go back go find it go go find to. it and i watch. have to now i have to now because yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get mad because why if this dude is that on a show that five why do we watch <laughs> exactly why are we it's more than five but you show. get what i'm saying that you you gotta it's network exclusive. You gotta watch it over there. And then Why it, are we it's, not it's seeing YouTube him? and network exclusive? And it and it airs at seven a.m. my time every Wednesday morning. Like the dude is a solid wrestler. So why is and he not getting matches promo. on TV? He's an amazing promo telling from uh from the promo he cut and it was it was straight from the heart. It was like I'm trying to show these people I'm not I'm more than just Saudi Arabia twice a year. Like I'm more than that. But like let's 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 let him showcase it. That's all I'm saying. Right. I've been one for saying that. Like, you know, if it dude is solid, why is he only getting regulated to shows on the other side of the world? Yeah. Give him some TV time. Please. Starts like it not starts next week. Honestly, it, it would help build let's up get him to on Saudi the Halloween Havoc card. He could be he could be Undertaker of Saudi Arabia, if you really think about He's it. He's already undefeated. Exactly. So it's like you can build it up that much more if you just give him some matches on a regular basis, you know what I'm saying, here and there on NXT. Then when you get to Saudi Arabia, oh, okay, it's a big match. It's become a marquee match. Who's going to try to beat Mansoor on this night? Like, Facts. Get my man Mansoor out here, man. Cut the check. Cut the check, cut, Paul. Cut the check, Paul, Vince. Or Vince, whichever. Bruce, whoever is, whoever is, whoever is, 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 uh, is a responsible for Mansoor and, and, and getting Mansoor booked. Yeah. Cut the check, man. Um, I'm watching this best of Yokozuna, and uh, they're showing the Royal Rumble match with Undertaker, the casket match, oh. where all the heels come out and just beat the shit out of Undertaker, and there's like Jim Cornette in his really loud suit. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, who, who, all, who all is out there? I can't even tell. There's so much going on. Uh, Paul Bear just knocked Mr. Fuji out with the urn, and he knocked Jim Cornette out with the urn too. Uh, I can't tell who's. I, I forget all. I, I haven't seen this in so long, so I kind of forget who's all out there. It looks like it's 05, right? Uh, no, this is 1994. Oh, Bam Bam Bigelow, yeah. uh, Tito Santana, looks like, and some other people. Um, yeah, looks like Midnight Express. Yeah. They beat the shit out of Undertaker, bro. Mm. Literally killed that man. Oh, yeah, that's... Um, he got brought back to life on a Titan yeah, song. Why was there a camera in the casket? I want to know. What kind it's of... It's 1994 it, for you. Right, in 1994. <laughs> what kind of camera is that small 
that it gets into that space. Yeah. And that close to him. Especially when like there's no camera visibly on the lid at all. Oh, here's a here's Bob Holly when he used to have hair. Uh with the mullet. Yeah. <laughs> that was that I think he was uh plug. A, a race race car driver. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he was Sparky Plug then. See, my, my knowledge of WWE prior to the Attitude Era is just because it was so bad. I have zero intentions of going back and educating myself unless I'm bored. Because I tried to do that with, with WCW. I never watched WCW during the Monday Night Wars. Me either. Like, I, I, would, I would turn to it just a little bit to see what's going on, and then I would just turn back. Like, ah, this ain't interesting to me. I would catch, like, highlights after the fact. So, like, I tried I to watch it. Nitro from... Uh, at least from when the NWO formated. And I, I couldn't do it. I stopped watching it. I was like, this is boring. Like, when it's not NWO, it's not good. Yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm get back to it, though. But, yeah. Uh, let's move on to our last segment, man. Uh, we said it earlier. Um, the greatest, probably one of the greatest tag teams of all time, depending on who you ask. They got the most titles all time, so they might be the best. Um, arguably the best stable of all time. Moment of silence for 10-time <laughs> or, or nine-time altogether. Actually, no, eight-time. Only eight Ooh. with Big E. There's only oh. eight with Big E. But oh. uh, eight-time as a unit, as a, as a full unit, eight-time. Tag team. Okay, give him the 10. Listen, listen, listen. Free bird rules apply. It should. But uh moment of silence. Um, as we do when you know when the soldiers die. As an active unit, November something something 2014 to October 9th, 2020, the new day. We are inducting the new day into the Young King's throne. They make the third, the third, whoever you want to call them. First team, first stable, third overall. Oh, real addition. quick, real quick. It's actually it's July of 2014. Well, so the, the, back. the 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 uh, incarnation as we know uh, it. Okay, okay, we're talking about the. Okay, yeah, got you. It was like late November. Yeah, I remember they correctly. tried to. Yeah, just the original. They they tried to make them like preachers. So let's get classic, into it, man. Preachers. Let's talk about the history of the new day as we induct them into the Young King's throne. And whenever uh, Malik returns to the show, we can go ahead and get his comments on it. But uh, starting on July 21st, 2014, this is when the partnership kind of unofficially started. Uh, Big E, Kofi Kingston have been teaming up for about a month, month and a half at that point. Uh, a lot of losses, a lot of, a lot of losses. They, they had a lot of losses. They were suffering uh, apart from each other and 
You know, of course, they got to put the two black guys together. And uh, I remember around this time, there was a lot of rumblings from the Sheeps about uh, about them teaming up with Xavier Woods to be uh, like a new nation of domination. Um, so Xavier Woods comes down after they lost another match. Uh, July 21st, 2014, Wikipedia says. I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, verify that myself. Yeah, I got it up right now. That's that's the exact date? Yep. Okay, that's cool. Exact. Wikipedia. <laughs> so you remember in school when, when teachers would say, like, Wikipedia wasn't to be trusted because it wasn't reliable? Oh, yeah. But it was like, as I got older, I was like, none of the shit in the curriculum at school was reliable because all that shit was exactly. fake. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, I, I ain't about to get into that. <laughs> but anyway, um, Xavier Woods comes down with a suit. He's like, "This our time, fam. We can't can't do this BS." Um, so they they started uh, appearing. I don't think they ever showed back up on TV after that. I think they was on like Superstars or Main Event, one of them shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they just got taken off of TV for a few months. Um, and they started airing these vignettes in uh, November or so. Yep, and airing these vignettes and uh it's like a like basically like their their Titantron video kind of yeah. like it's still their video now um and it's like a choir kind of real reverend devon ish and uh I'm, I'm mad y'all uh i'm still mad that y'all y'all kicked uh eyes of righteousness out in the first round of our theme song madness anyway mm-hmm. um we're gonna run that back. So we got to. We got to. We got some we got some omissions from that list. We did. Too. So we're gonna have to put the omissions on here. Yeah. Round two. Um anyway, they had this. It was basically like they they were, you know, Re- Reverend Devon Light, like Reverend Devon's disciples, kind of his deacons, if you will. And I'm watching it with the utmost secondhand embarrassment. I'm like, what the hell is this? And they didn't like they just came out clapping. All three of them just came out clapping one by one. So it's like Woods came out and then like Kofi came out and then Big E came out right after it. And they all just clapping. I'm like, what the hell is this? And the crowd just wasn't into it. It made me think of Church's Chicken when they started doing that. Like, uh, what are y'all doing, man? This is not. You know what? This is not it. You being reminded of chicken when three black men come out is not good at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this, it's the wrong message that we sending right now. Uh, Undertaker is speaking from his casket right now on my TV. Um, anyway, <laughs> it, it just it just didn't get over. It, it wasn't good. And uh, their their chant "New Day rocks." The crowd would chant "New Day sucks." It just wasn't hidden. And eventually, they just started acting like heels. And eventually it became money. And the crowd started loving them. And they and they just started loving them. And uh they turned heel just like a month or two later. Wasted no time. Yep. Um so they, they actually had a, a winning streak, uh, and uh that ended at the Rumble. And then they fought in the pre-show at WrestleMania for the tag titles, and they didn't win it. Uh, they eventually did win the tag titles on April 26th at Extreme Rules. Um, the week before they turned heel against the Lucha Dragons, or the two weeks before they turned heel, and the rest is history, man. 
The rest is history. They won the titles. Uh, they would hold those titles for a full year. A lot. A lot. They lost the titles like two months later. And they won it back and they held it for a full year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they ended up, uh, you know, getting attacked by the Dudley Boys and not at the SummerSlam in Brooklyn. Uh, Dudley Boys made their return. That was fun. That was lit. Uh, get to the TLC match. Oh, oh, quick, quick story, quick story. I got, I got, I got those in there because this was like the most fun thing I did that entire year. So when the Dudleys came back, this was like right after SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So first time ever, I went to Comic Con. I was with my boy. We went up there, and uh who was? I'm trying to think. It was me, me him, and we went. Oh, okay. So we was like Team Dudley pretty much because, like, you know, we liked the New Day, but you was Dudleys, Yvonne? we yeah, we grew up on it back in the day. But like, we we didn't like cosplay or nothing, but like, we was on, we was like on, rocking with Dudleys at the time. You could have been a perfect Yvonne. You bald. I you got I, I glasses. So. Like all you gotta do is put like some tape in the middle of your glasses and wear like a tie dye shirt. It would have been perfect. <laughs> uh, so anywho, we going through. And the, these three dudes was like going around because this was the time that New Day was doing that whole save the tables thing. Mm-hmm. So we heard the dudes clapping. I'm like, what? What are they doing? These the, the dudes like cosplaying and like, oh, save the tables, save the tables. So I looked at my boy, looked at me. He was like, who's gonna be Devon? Who's gonna be Bubba? We're gonna do this real quick. <laughs> so I just slapped him and said, Devon, <laughs> to get the tables. And we just started doing chants back and forth. That was so That's lit, funny. bro. Like Comic Con is fun. That's that? fun. I've never been to one. I should go one time. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. If you, you any know, kind of nerd at all, off punishment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to one. Yeah, if you any kind of nerd at all, Comic Con is like life. Yeah, I might have to check it out one day. One day. Um, I'm gonna skip forward to tables, ladders, and chairs because we uh, we get a triple threat ladder match. Between the New Day, the Usos, and uh, the Lucha Dragons, uh, which, if I remember correctly, saw Kalisto hit a Salida del Sol yep. on one of the Usos in that match. Exactly. That was fire. That was amazing. Yeah. So, shout out to Kalisto. For, he, he don't get enough respect, in my opinion. But yeah. He about to. Yeah, he about to. Hopefully. Uh, where are we at with it? I think they had a rematch at the Rumble. Yep. If I remember correctly. Yep, yep. And uh this is this this is what bothered me. So uh around this time, the new day, uh they they turned face again. Everybody started liking them. They they got over with the crowd with their antics and everything, like Xavier Woods, uh, when they were heels, they started playing a trombone whenever <laughs> the other two would have a match. Like it was just really interesting. Shout out to Francesca. Uh I don't yeah. remember. But at some point, uh, Francesca died, and we uh, we got Francesca too. But uh, yeah, they started le- uh, feuding with the League of Nations, uh, and they had a match at Mania. The League of Booty. The League of Booty. <laughs> uh, and they had a match at Mania, which for some reason, I don't know, I don't know why, but they lost at Mania. But they got to have a segment with Stone Cold after the match, so it kind of it was fun. Xavier Woods uh, got stunned 
by Stone Cold. <laughs> One of my favorite stunner sales. Listen, if you get stunnered, if you get RKO'd, if you get any any legendary move that happens to you, you have to sell it. Like, I want to take a stunner one day in my life. Just one. On yeah. TV. Well, look. I will sell Rock. like nobody's ever sold before. Well, I mean, listen. Rock set the standard for how to sell the stunner. Like, I will sell it better see, than Rock ever did. If you see the Rock sell the stunner, you would think this man got, got like, shot. shot in multiple places the way he just flops on it. Like, bruh. Nobody sells it like he does. Yeah. Shout out to the Rock. Um, at Money in the Bank, uh, June nineteenth, two thousand sixteen, uh, the New Day ended up uh, retaining their titles, which established them as the longest combined reign uh, for a tag team champion. Over demolition. all time, over demolition, uh, and they would eventually lose it. I think who they lose it to the Bar. Uh, let me see. Who was it? Damn, this plane went on for a minute. Okay, yeah, the bar at uh, Roadblock. Roadblock in the line. Yeah, into the rain at four hundred and eighty-three days. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they they lost the titles uh, last pay per view of twenty sixteen. Yeah, I was uh, I was kind of upset, but I don't, I don't like when a new day lose. Uh, so they they didn't really do much at the beginning of twenty seventeen. Uh, they did host WrestleMania, and they were involved in probably the biggest WrestleMania moment of the decade. Second biggest, probably second biggest. Streak breaking is probably the biggest. It was definitely the biggest on the show. It was definitely the biggest on the show, though. Like that show. So that was uh, WrestleMania 32. The year before that, that was the start of the just extremely long WrestleManias. And so <laughs> WrestleMania 33 was even longer. If you can believe that. Yeah. So I don't recall a whole lot that happened on that show besides the main event. Um, and the Hardy Boys. In the new day hosting. Yeah, that's yeah. all it's worth talking about. Yeah, I might have to go run that WrestleMania back again because I've watched it twice since then. I still, it's just like it's a chore to get through. <laughs> still, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a lot of uh, filler. Yeah, uh, but next up we had the draft uh, in April, uh, and they ended up going to SmackDown, uh, and they came back and uh, they started feuding with the Usos. Around this time, we got the the fire uh, rap battle on the 4th of July, hosted <laughs> by Wale. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was that was incredible. And uh, at Battleground, they ended up winning the titles, which was uh, the first of, at this point, I don't even know how many titles they've won. I want to say maybe three. This might be their third or fourth. I think so. And uh, it was the first one, and Xavier Woods uh, was uh, in the match. Yeah, yeah, it was a third because by now they already had two. Um, they have three now, so mm-hmm. that would have been yeah. And uh, and they lost it at SummerSlam. Uh, back to the Usos again. And uh, on September 12, twenty seventeen, SmackDown Live Sin City Street Fight 
I was there. Malik was there. They ended up winning the titles back. And then uh, they ended up having probably one of my favorite Hell in a Cell matches. The first ever tag team Hell in a Cell, uh, oh, at least beautiful. tag team titles, excuse me, Hell in a Cell match. Amazing. Oh, it was beautiful. Uh, that, that's why I'm really looking forward to Roman and Jay in Hell yeah. in a Cell now. Because cause somebody, so the people were complaining about, uh, I, I like the wrinkle to the Hell in a Cell. It's a, a Hell in a Cell I quit match. Never before done. I liked yeah. it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And people were like, um, why are they putting a tag team wrestler in the Hell in a Cell? And I was like, uh, yeah, why are they doing that? Including a picture of Jay Uso, or it might have been his brother, but it don't. It was one of them in a Hell in a Cell match. He has experience in a Hell in a Cell. Because tag team wrestlers can't get in Hell in a Cell, right? Yeah, it's stupid. People are stupid. People are dumb. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to get too much in that. But uh, but yeah, Hell in a Cell match was fire between uh, New Day and Usos. Where are we at with it? Uh, Survivor Series. They uh they led a team at Survivor Series. Was that the year where they won in the in the pre-show, and they were the only, the only team from SmackDown to win? Or was that? No, this was when this was when they had the match with the Shield. Was it, it was New Day versus? It was. Shield, it was. Oh yeah. Huh. Damn. I, I I forgot that the Shield got together that year because it was very brief. Yeah. Um, where are we at with it? Uh, they lost the titles at WrestleMania to the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they beat the Bludgeon Brothers uh, after SummerSlam, the week after SummerSlam, or a couple days yep. after SummerSlam, rather. Two days. And then they lost the titles to the bar at SmackDown 1000 in October, when when Big Show did like his uh his like thirtieth heel turn. Thirtieth. It's probably more than that. <laughs> Thirty thousand. It was probably more than that. Uh, and then when uh, you know, we 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 skipped to uh, to twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, this was fun. Twenty nineteen <laughs> was fun, brother, because uh, we we get announced uh for the elimination chamber the week before the chamber, uh, the night before the go home show to elimination chamber. The day of, actually, earlier that day, they announced that Mustafa Ali would not be able to compete and that he was going to be replaced by Kofi Kingston. And uh, they announced the gauntlet for that match to determine uh, who's going to enter the chamber last. Kofi Kingston lasted damn near the entire gauntlet before losing to, uh, I think he lost to Randy Orton. Uh, AJ. AJ, he lost to AJ. Uh so I think Kofi was like third to last, if I'm not mistaken. He lasted over an hour. Over an hour. Uh, lost to AJ. AJ ended up losing to Randy Orton. But that kickstarted something amazing, something incredible. Kofi Mania. That's when it started. And at the chamber, that's when it really, really started. And that's when everybody got behind it. Like people were behind it during the gauntlet because like Kofi, Kofi's gotten title shots before. He's been in chamber matches before in his career. Like, 
Not even like this. even one chamber match he didn't make it into because Edge uh, Edge attacked him. And yep. actually, real quick, shout out to Kofi Kingston for just a little subtlety, a little little subtle continuity. Because uh, when he got attacked by Edge that year in the chamber, the next time Kofi was in the chamber, he like looked behind himself during his entrance. <laughs> and I, I don't remember if they like mentioned it on commentary or not. But it was just real subtle. It was like, oh, he remembered. So, yep. like, shout out to the, the it's just the little things. Um, after this, uh, he, he's in the cha- he, he's he's gotten chamber matches before. Like, he's gotten title shots before, but but this one, I like, like this. It, it didn't really dawn on me until like he uh, he eliminated Daniel Bryan first, who was a champion. He eliminated him first in the gauntlet. And it wasn't until he eliminated Samoa Joe to where I was like, yo, hmm. I'm feeling something here. Like, I felt something oh, right then there. The energy changed. The energy just totally switched up. And then just, like, how deflated you felt when AJ beat him because he couldn't compete no more. Yeah. And then when we get to the chamber, and I'm thinking, like, ain't no way they about to change change the champion before mania but they kind of got me because i was like hold on they, they kofi might win this motherfucking title yeah man. in this chamber and yeah. then he didn't do it and i was like damn but, but like that was he closed was the, the show out that was that when was, i really was like they're gonna do it exactly i'm getting chills thinking about it right the second, remember me too. <laughs> like, you know you know when a rock just be like yeah <laughs> Yo, I got goosebumps right now. Like just think about I, it. I knew like, when you watch them sitting together, and you when they the sat on the steps, and just I, I knew Kobe. they were gonna do it. It was intentional with the WrestleMania beside WrestleMania yep. sign behind them. That was all intentional because that's that's when I felt like, fam, they gonna do it. This motherfucker about to win the title at Mania. At Mania, and I was like, fam, Mania is like seven weeks away. I can't wait that damn long. What if I, what if something happened and I can't see it? Like, what if I just flip into a coma? Oh, I won't get to see it. When they made the match official, I bought tickets. So yeah. I wasn't gonna miss that. And then, you know, they had all the all the BS going down with with Kofi. Yeah. But he eventually wins it. So the new day, the new day were tag team champions, and they was WWE champions too. Yes, sir. It wasn't just Kofi. It it. I, we free burden the title too. I was there. Eric was there. Oh. I got I, I I've got to see the new day win a championship. So is Malik, and so is Reek. But Reek got to see it at the the ultimate the ultimate. Uh, I I'm gonna tell you something. I've never felt the atmosphere like the one where that final count came down and the bell rang, bruh. I, it just it was a different feel. Like you felt the wave of people cheering and genuine happiness for this moment. Like it, it got me. I, I was I cried, emotional. Man. I was an emotional man that evening. I cried watching. Not even like, when, to say when the, when the match came on. When the match started, I'm like, man. I was I was ready for it, but I couldn't wait for it to be over. Yeah, <laughs> I already knew what it was gonna be. Right, and it was like. You, you know that video of uh, MVP and, and Shad. You know, oh, that got that got me too. Yeah, that got me too, man. That was me. Oh, 
that was me, and I can only imagine how how they felt actually being in the business. Like I mean, I'm just a right. fan. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just a fan, but I'm I'm like a 20 year fan, and I I never thought I would see this. Like The Rock got me into it. The Rock mm-hmm. got me into it because he was a black man, right? But like Kofi is African, yeah, Boom. black black That's with a- locks, right? Like, like Kofi, Kofi won that for everybody, man. No, nah, man, he really did. Shout, shout out to Kofi, man. No doubt. But like looking at Shad and and, and JTG and, and MVP and how they reacted to it, like damn, I know they, cause that that's what they probably wanted, and they never got the chance to do it. They never really got close to it. Yeah, and, and they they did. they were around Kofi. They were with him. They they were in the same locker room. They was there. They they were there when Kofi debuted. Hmm. And to see, like they they they've seen his journey from the bottom up, and it's amazing. Yeah. It was an amazing feeling. Uh, I, every time I, I don't I don't watch the matches often as you you think I would. I've only seen it three times since it happened. But man, though, including including the original time, oh. um, so I've only seen the match three times ever. It was just that moment because I I don't want to spoil myself of the of the moment. Like, right. yeah. I don't want to like if 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 I if I watch it too many times, I feel like it would get watered down. So I I check back in every once and again, and it was I, I, it was I, an I incredible moment. I try to hold off on watching it too much because it's just like all that went into it. Like I, I told you the story though. I might the have to watch before, the whole run over again. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that the day before, the day before we went, I went to work. And we had like a, a sign made that said Kofi section. Went so into one of the offices. There, oh my God, bro. I went into the office. I printed out at least 200 copies. And from the time we got in the train station to get over to MetLife, we started handing these shits out. Just as many people as I want. Like I had a lines of people coming up to me trying to get signs. And it's like, once we got in the arena and you started seeing a bunch of people with them. And then I watched the, the 24 documentary and I saw my signs on the show. I'm like, yo, we live out here, man. Like that whole day just had a whole different meaning for me. So the moment especially was just like, yeah, there's nothing that can replicate that at this moment. There's nothing that can replicate that moment. Man, um, man, listen. You see, you see how they got us right now. Uh, I'm telling you, bro. Like, I'm, uh. so you had to break them up. So, uh. so, so, so here, here's why I really am mad that that they broke them up is because after the show, Xavier Woods, uh, or Austin Creed rather, uh, he goes on Twitter. He's just like, it's like 2020 is wild with a with a gif from like Futurama. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And somebody uh, replied to him, oh, my God. This 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 actually made me cry, too. Like, I, I legit, like, got emotional. Oh, the dude um, with his kid, right? Yes. Oh, yes. my God. Uh, so so somebody tweets him. Uh, I'm going to read the tweet. He says, dude, my seven-year-old kid was in tears, face palm emoji. He was devastated. He immediately redid the draft with action figures and drafted the New Day intact first overall. Then he went to his room. He found... I found him crying and writing uh, the attached um, and he attached a letter. I'm going to read the letter from the seven year old. I love the new day. Today they got split up in the draft. 
there are three people in the New Day. They are Kofi Kingston, Big E, and Xavier Woods. They are nine-time tag team champions. They are normally faces. A seven-year-old has that much <laughs> of an understanding of this. And it, it hurt my heart, man, because, like, his heroes just broke up. He's seven. And, like, I'm thinking how I felt. I felt crushed and devastated because, like, as a, as, a, as a black man, you know, we you ain't used to seeing black dudes in this business be successful like that. And so right. that's that's one of the reasons I was so against them breaking up because I was like, no, they don't, they don't need to. Like, this is the first time we ever had it. Plus the fact that all these years of watching, like I said, I've been watching 21 years, bro. So like yeah. all the time you've been conditioned when, when teams break up is because somebody turned on the other person. Exactly. So like, I didn't want that. And so I thought that if they were going to break up, that was the way they were going to do it. Yeah. So I will say this. I will say something positive. I'm glad they didn't do it that way. Yeah, I, I couldn't deal with that. That that wouldn't that would really hurt my heart. But the I, new day. We're gonna stop at we're gonna stop at Kofi uh winning the title. Cause cause everything that happened uh after that is it's been a whole year, so we don't really have to cover that too often. Like they won the title a few more times since then. Yeah. Kofi, Kofi lost the world title. Biggie's a single star now and they broke up. Yeah. Kofi didn't even it, it wasn't even a whole year. So I think Kofi Kingston should just like boycott draft shows and premiere shows from now on. That would be smart. Because every time some some shit happened. <sighs> New day. Our latest inductee to the young king's throne. If you made it this far, thank you. We ran out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> uh, plug your socials, Reek. Uh, y'all can find me at Havoc 24 on Instagram and Twitter. Also, you can catch the Havoc Hour on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcast. And let's see, check out the page on Instagram as well. Uh, I got to do this uh, this celebratory episode. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna shoot for Friday as long as I don't gotta do nothing I got Saturday. And... Oh, okay. Two oh, he four. Got the Kobe. He got the Kobe. Yeah, Kobe yeah. Shirt as long on. as uh, it's old. So you see, it say Adidas. It's old. <laughs> I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This week is just messed up because I gotta keep getting up early every day. But uh, I'm gonna shoot for Friday, and we'll get the panel together, and uh, we're gonna cover these topics you know please don't invite any lebron fans uh -oh. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be hard you gotta get us on separate shows oh god remember what yeah. i told you in the chat yeah I, like you know, lebron fans is kind of low-key making me think you know which we <laughs> lost the series because <laughs> yeah, like that's that's one of the reasons like and this, you, you remember like uh January 2018 and it was just like little rumblings that LeBron was thinking about going to the Lakers. Yep. And I'm like, one, I'm like, nah, cause all these other motherfuckers didn't come to the Lakers that they said was gonna come. So I was like, nah, yeah, I'm I'm done with this. Like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired <laughs> of it. I was tired of it. Oh man. I was like, dog, like, let's stop. Let's just let's just let's just do this young core stuff, man. Let's do it the old fashioned way. 
and he signed, I was like, yo. But like part of the reason I didn't want him to sign, I was like, damn, his fans is gonna come too. <laughs> you it's already people, know. It's people who I had to see trash the Lakers for years, buying Laker merch, buying hats, buying jerseys. I was like, no, nah, get out of here with that, bro. So I'm not a fan. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of it. But I appreciate LeBron for for being the the one person that actually did take on the challenge. You know, Dwight Howard, he he couldn't take on the challenge back in the day. You know, uh, huh? Let me let me get to my favorite sound bite. One of my favorite sound bites. I got a lot of favorites. Nope. <laughs> Dwight Howard. Nope. Carmelo Anthony. Nope. Lamarcus Aldrich. Nope. Kevin Durant. Uh, nope. Hey, shit, even LeBron in 2014. Nope. They all said you, no. You imagine LeBron teaming up with Kobe his last two years? Man. You imagine that shit? But if you would have told me 10 years ago, after the Lakers won uh, against the Celtics in 2010, mm-hmm. if you would have told me, like, hey, the next championship y'all win is going to be LeBron, Rondo and Dwight Howard. And I'd be like, huh? <laughs> In 2010? Like, nah, I like I Dwight. Smoking. But like LeBron and Rondo, what? The fuck yeah. out of here. But they did it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't think it would take 10 years, but it did it. No doubt, man. Havoc Hour. I will be on there celebrating. Gonna have yes, some sir. bottles. Gonna pop some bottles. Gonna take shots. <laughs> Everybody gotta take shots. Yeah, it's one shot. So you know, we got a show to do. So you don't want to get too crazy. But well, look, it, it, you ain't hosting. You know, you don't know how to act. It's going so. down. <laughs> it's a celebration. I waited. I waited ten years for this. Oh man. Oh lord. Hey man. Uh, find us at Young Kings Wrestling at YK Wrestling. Go ahead. Get them breast cancer. Black Lives Matter shirts, man. Uh, follow us as well. Follow Reek. Follow Malik at Malik.lv, one or two Ks. I think I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up, man. What? I'll, I'll explain later, as in next week. Um, so, come on, come uh, on, come on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> sir, sir. So, so you said you had an announcement that was coming in a week. It's been a week. What's the announcement? That was the announcement. I'm giving up. You giving up? I'm giving up. That's it. Like you, you had you had us like anticipating something, something happening. I'm you giving just... up, man. But just know, man. One day, if you log on Instagram, and that Young Kings Wrestling page don't exist no more. And it's wiped out, but it got my logo on it, and it got my name on it, and it got my face on it. Just know, blame Malik. He was being selfish. <laughs> Malik was being selfish, so I had to take matters into my own hands and take the, <laughs> take his other page that I actually have access to. Bruh. And use it for my own game. Bruh, bruh, you, you gonna you gonna punish our fan base for this man? That's what you gonna do. He don't show up to work <laughs> ever. 
and he won't let me use his Instagram that he don't use for, for my career. But he said, look, he said most of those, like, what is it, like four or five thousand is like drones, pretty much. Ain't like I'll, I'll go, people. I'll go verify the legitimacy. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. But if 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 I find out it's over 75% or authentic, we might be back in action. So check back next week on the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. In the meantime, follow me on my uh, on my slim Instagram, tc.fontaine. Indeed. This has been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. We're gonna see if Malik will be on not Malik, but Reek will be on cue right now. We are out of here. Gone. Gone. Damn. That was close. That was good. (laughs) Nah.